Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me is uh, not Eddie. This is going to be uh, a mini. Um, you know, we wanted to come back in the new year with a full episode, but uh, totally my fault. I had to bump recording. Anyways, we're going to talk about a little bit of Fire Emblem Heroes because uh, this is a mini. We're not going to go too long. But I did want to kind of fill in the gap between our last episode and the holidays. Uh, We did take a week off, and it was not our intention to take two weeks off, but here we are. Um, Just off the top, as I mentioned countless times over the last three or four months, Extra Life, big part of what I do uh, for charity in the fall, and I love involving all the podcasts, so I really appreciate all the support from Summoner's Call listeners And we always have some very generous donors from the community, so I really appreciate that. And I always love, uh, you know, rewarding our our donors with uh, incentives for each podcast. And for this one, it was Game Club Focus. It's it's been that way for the last couple years. And we will have an update on 2022 and what Extra Life has brought us for Game Club. And I'll go over that before the end of the show. I'm not teasing and, and making you wait. I'm going to do it at the end of the show. So what I mean, you still have to wait, but you're not going to have to wait until next week. So it's not it's not as bad. All right, let's get into the banners. Uh, we've got the Weekly Revival Banner 3 running right now. Forces of Will Revival uh, going to the 5th. Festival Miracle Special Heroes Revival going to the 6th. Glorious Gifts Special Heroes Revival going to the 6th. Winter's Envoy Special Heroes Revival going into the 6th as well. Shinon and uh, Gatry's Battle going into the 7th. Tempest Trials going to the 10th. Heroes with Moonbow going to the 10th. And Winter Dreamland going into the 15th. This is where I would we would talk about our summons. Obviously, we've had a couple weeks to do some summons. Uh, we'll save all of our results for next episode because I, I don't have Eddie's in front of me and uh we'll we'll wait until we're all on the show but i'll say this um just to tease i'll say that the fate pass came in very handy for me because i did not get um any of the banner characters uh on the on the two main special hero banners and legendary banner that ran um in my normal summoning so take that for what it is okay looking at the events on the 5th, you've got Pawns of Loki starting. Also on the 5th, Special Heroes Revival, New Year's of Fire and Ice. Then on the 6th, you've got Special Heroes Revival, Happy New Year. Then on the 7th, you've got Forging Bonds, as well as a login bonus for new heroes and a new hero summoning event starting on the 7th. Well, that was pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> I just realized um, next week we're going to have the Special Heroes to go over and new heroes. We're going to have to figure out how we're going to do that. So that might impact some of our game club uh, discussions. We'll we'll see how how things shake out there. But um, yeah, <laughs> Fey content, Fast and Furious. I tell you. Then on the eighth, you've got the Grand Hero Battle, and then on the tenth, you have the Limited Hero Battles starting off. All right, let's get into the meat of the mini. It's still a mini. We're not going to go long. Uh, our next resplendent hero is Est, Junior White Wing, which will be the uh, next one starting on January 10th after Ishtar runs. Est is donning the Book 4 look of the Yosulfur from 
Losvelheimer. Um, I really should look up a pronunciation guide for those. I, I do apologize. I'm not great with names, not great with with book four stuff. So it is what it is. Book five had some some pretty complex names as well. I'm not going to lie. Um, now, looking at the new Fae Pass perk that was added, we're going to have a discussion on this next week because I really think Eddie and I will want to chat about this one. But I do want to like go over the, the details. So if you're subscribed to Fae Pass, this was recently added starting with the legendary Byleth banner. Um, while subscribed to Fae Pass, you'll have some more opportunities than ever to earn five uh, free five-star summons. The spark system will be expanded to include even more types of summoning events. You'll also receive a celestial stone each time you redeem one of these free summons. These additional summoning events include non-revival special hero banners, double special hero banners, and legendary slash mythic banners. So, I mean, I'll give you a bit of preview of my thoughts. Um, as you know, listening to this show, I am a subscriber of Fae Pass strategically. Um, for the most part, it's been about the resplendent heroes that I want to add to my collection and enjoying the perks that come with the Fae Pass, which mainly includes the, the auto battle stuff. But really, it comes down to which um, which resplendent heroes I want to add to my collection. And I got to say, one of the biggest, you know, things I, I would say about the Spark system is that it really should be on the special heroes, really should be on the legendary heroes and mythic hero banners. And the fact that they added it to Fae Pass, um, I get why they did it. I knew they would need to continue adding to Fae Pass to make it more um, attractive to people who aren't subscribing or, or maybe are subscribing strategically like me. So I used it twice um, to spark on the Legendary Byleth banner to get Legendary Byleth, and then again on the New Year's Hero, uh, Special Heroes banner to get um, uh, Dogger and, and Knot. Uh, but the thing is, like, um, do I wish they had added it to the main, you know, just for everybody to have? Absolutely. I think the spark system is probably the best thing going for summoning and i mean there's not a lot good going for summoning it is a bit of a process to summon the spark system really changed things up and and really gives you that light at the end of the tunnel when you've been when you want one hero or at least one hero from that banner so i don't know um it does stink that they've added it to the fey pass i know a lot of people were more looking at the celestial stones you're getting as again another bonus that Fae Pass subscribers will be able to get more Celestial Stones faster. But that store is still, you know, limited in terms of the stock it has during a certain period of time. There is still some some stuff there keeping you from Fae Pass subscribers going too far ahead, but I get it. I, I totally understand. I see both sides of it, but uh, we'll, we'll chat about that next week. Looking at the legendary hero that came out over the holidays, no longer available or at least summonable um, as of this recording. We missed it by a couple days, but Byleth, the Fodlin Light. Byleth is a professor at the Officer's Academy at Garrig Mock Monastery, but she's no ordinary teacher. Within her dwelled the soul of another, a mysterious girl called Sothis. Byleth is a blue infantry mage wielding professional... Professional? Professorial guide, which accelerates special trigger, cooldown count minus one. If unit initiates combat or is within two spaces of an ally... Grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus five to unit and neutralizes effects that grant special cooldown change. 
sorry, special cooldown charge plus X to foe or inflict special cooldown charge minus X on unit during combat. Allies within two spaces gain neutralizes effects that grant special cooldown charge minus X on unit during combat. A new skill for Byleth is Goddess Bearer in the C slot where at start of turn, if unit is within two spaces of an ally, grants attack slash speed plus seven. Null follow-up and the following status for unit or two unit for one turn. Unit can move to a space adjacent to an ally within two spaces. Rounding out her kit is Ruptured Skies, a special attack slash speed ideal 4 in the A slot, and Lull speed slash resistance 3 in the B slot. So yes, female uh, legendary Byleth uh, joins her male counterpart. Um, this is her sort of ascended look in, you know, getting into part 2 of the game. Slight spoilers there. And just like male Byleth, it, very similar look and feel. Um, so there you go. Now, Legendary slash Mythic Returns in March, you're going to have Saros, Lelina, Ash, and Krom. Krom was moved uh, to, from February. April, you're going to have Male Byleth and Mirabilis, which uh, Mirabilis was moved from February as well. May, you're going to have Female Byleth returning. And in June, you're going to have Freya and Lyf. Um, and finally, New Year's Special Heroes, like Clockwork, the new banner currently running for the New Year's. Uh, and like Clockwork, the New Year's Special Heroes are here to ring in the New Year featuring uh, many original content heroes from Book 5, alongside some Tellius uh, Lagoo's friends, Regan, Fafnir, Lear, Dogger, plus Knot, and Kaiza are the newest addition to the Special Heroes catalog. Again, we'll go over those in detail next episode. All right, now before we end this mini, I want to go over the Outrealm Gate here with Game Club updates next episode or potentially the episode after that depending um we will likely have special heroes and new heroes to discuss next week we are going to be getting closer to wrapping up our special discussions on fire emblem warriors uh our first return to fire emblem warriors will see us talking about the shadow dragon characters plus lin which includes chapters 14 to uh the end game so and then we're planning at least one more episode after that to discuss just overall thoughts. Probably a quick sort of outro type thing. Now, as promised, I have an Extra Life update. Uh, I want to say between our last episode and the end of the year, we received five votes for Fire Emblem Awakening. Uh, thanks to a $50 donation from Norfair. Thank you so much for the support. And thank you to everybody who donated, shared the links, uh, came out to our Twitch chats, uh, our, our Twitch streams, and checked out the games we were playing. Even if you clicked the link to go to the donation page and, and took a look at what we had set up there, that is all helpful, and we really appreciate the support. So we will be going into Fire Emblem Awakening uh, as our first true game club of 2022. Uh, if I had to put a ballpark on it, I'd say starting in February. Um, that's probably looking like the most likely right now, but, uh, yeah, we'll be playing Fire Emblem Awakening for Game Club. I'm looking forward to returning to that game. I've got some really good memories, uh, for that one. I think it's, um, both for the franchise and for my play of this franchise, it's kind of a real rejuvenation of the franchise. I, I think like the, the, the anecdote, the story, the development story is that, this was their last one, their last shot at making this franchise work, and they put everything they had into it. Every feature they wanted, all the development that they could 
and they just put it all into this one game, and, and it did well enough to revitalize the series, or at least make it um, relevant again to a large enough market that could continue to support these games, and we've continued to enjoy Fire Emblem games um, from then on out with Fates, uh, Shadows of Lentia, Three Houses, so, and of course Heroes, how could I forget? So yeah, we'll be talking about Awakening starting in February uh, 2022 this year, so our first true game club. And for those wondering how close we got to our goal towards playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE for game club, we were short about 35 bucks. And, I, you know, $200 was our goal, and we got very close. We got to $165 raised from Summoner's Call towards us playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. And that's uh, that's nothing to sneeze at. That is awesome. We really appreciate all the support. And as a thank you, we are going to do a special discussion game club for Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. What does that mean? I think... Fire Emblem Warriors is not necessarily a great example to look to in terms of what to expect from a special discussion for Tokyo Mirage Sessions, because um, both Eddie and I have not finished Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I just started it. Eddie played it years ago. I didn't get, I don't think he beat it. So the idea here is that we will tackle it in a similar fashion to Fire Emblem Warriors, where we chunk it out into larger pieces, but we will be playing through the game. So it is something we're going to start after Awakening. Um, I don't necessarily want to put a ballpark on it, but I'd see us probably starting in the summer, late summer maybe. Depends how long it takes us to get through Awakening. But uh, we are going to do it in 2022 as a special discussion. Um, And we will likely probably try to, you know, maybe do it every other week as opposed to once a month just to kind of make sure it doesn't take over the whole show um for a year we, we don't we don't want to like drag it out too long so look forward to that that's the extra life update and uh again thank you so much for the support i really appreciate it we all appreciate it uh and that is going to do it for this mini visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay email the show fay at gamersinpodcast.com you can check out the fire emblem channel in the gamers in discord at bit.ly slash tgi discord Follow us on Twitter. You can find me at rmurphy, Eddie at Dralfear, and don't forget to follow at TheGamersIn for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforest.net or go to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.